Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode on Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. I'm Kasia Berg, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. All right, let's get into this. This episode on the Soul Led Spirit Driven podcast is brought to you by two wonderful free events that I am super excited to share with you. The first one is Vibration. I have teamed up with my partner in crime, Tracy Lee from Dragonfly Angels and some wonderful facilitators to bring you this free event all around your energy, how you can change it, how you can raise your vibration, how you can manifest more. Some of these guests have been guests on this podcast, so I am double excited to share them with you on screen. So you can find the link to Vibration, my show notes, and on any of my social media platforms. Also, you can just reach out and I'll send you the link. It's a free event. We start on Monday the 8th and we will run it till the 12th of November. The second event that I am super proud to be part of is Phoenix Spirit and So We Rise Showcase. It is hosted by the beautiful Saffron Louise, who is an energy translator. And this is promising to be a epic, big showcase. Now, I will be uh, live on Tuesday, 16th of November at 7 p.m. talking about how you can become a blank canvas of possibilities. I am so excited for both events. It feels like party season has arrived, even if it is online. I truly believe These free events are a gift and if you can gift it to yourself the time of going in and tuning in to wherever your soul is called to, you will benefit immensely. It's almost like we're prepping ourselves for Christmas and New Year and all that comes with it, especially here in Australia because we're going into school holidays. So... Oh, the mighty help us. (laughs) So I'm very excited for Vibration, which will start on Monday 8th, and Phoenix Spirit, the showcase, starting on the 14th of November. And now, here's your episode. Hello, beautiful light beam. Welcome back to Solid Spirit Driven. This week, We are talking about being an empath, what it means to be an empath. And I hope that by the end of this episode, if you suspect that you possibly might be an empath, but up until now have been seeing it as something of a burden or negativity, I hope that by the end of this episode, you will see it as your superpower. Now, I've enlisted the help of a beautiful, intuitive healer, Megan Jean, who is the authentic, gentle cheerleader for all empathic souls. She is a psychic empath, and she hopes to inspire her community by 
seeing their sensitivities and needs as superpowers and not something that bogs them down or holds them back in life. Now, Megan Jean is the host of the Empath Intuitive Hard Driven Podcast. Let's say it again in case I stuff that up. She's the host of the Empath Intuitive Hard Driven Podcast. There we go. And Megan works one-on-one with clients via her incredible energy work and healing readings. She's also a meditation facilitator and soulful educator. Oh, I cannot wait for you to listen in on this amazing chat where Megan candidly talks about her own journey in discovering that she is an empath and how it led her down this path all the way to doing what she is doing now, helping others. But also, Megan gives us very practical tips and tools to hmm, be better empaths or be more intentional empaths and really see this as this gift, as this superpower. So, Lightbeam, I cannot wait for you to meet Megan. And of course, there's going to be all the ways that you can connect with Megan in my show notes. So make sure that you check that out because I don't want you to miss out on all the wonderful advice that Megan has. And of course, tune into her podcast for more juicy, juicy advice on how to navigate through this human life as an empath. But for now, here is Megan Jean. So hello, hello, and welcome everyone, and especially my beautiful guest, Megan Shemansky. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good, Megan. I have given you a bit of an introduction, probably doesn't even do justice to really what you do. Uh, So tell us a little bit about how did you get here? That's usually my favorite place to start the beginning. My goodness. Feels like a long journey. <laughs> Look, I, I would say that where I am right now is just the best place that I've ever been in my whole life. But, you know, that comes through a lot of deep understanding of who I am and what's going on. And I've had a very recent big career change, which was just always meant to be, I think. So, yeah, step by step. Um, Right now, you know, I've morphed into what I think my calling is to be an intuitive healer. Um, I work psychically. I I definitely use cards, you know, tarot, oracle. I am obsessed with anything oracle and tarot. I study it all the time because it's just my favorite thing to do. I was going (laughs) to say, that's your jam, tarot. Yeah, I think my natural ability, which I didn't realize I possessed so strongly, was that energetic healer type of archetype, definitely. Um, And I guess to be a healer, you go through the motions of healing throughout your lifetime. So my path, I've always gravitated towards helping people. 
And when I was younger, it was a really natural choice to be of service to people in the form of being a beauty therapist. So it's, it's beautiful. It's timely. It's needed, but also sad, I guess, being honest to say that I wrapped up my beauty career um, just recently, 100%. And um, it's, it's funny, Kasha, because all of this, really this change happened when I realized that I was an empath and that didn't actually happen until I was in my mid thirties. So yeah, it's a, it's a long story and um, not one that I'll, I'll go on about today for, forever, but I think I once I learned know. about being an empath and taking on other people's feelings and feeling my way through the world, um, everything else in the past made a lot of sense from career choice to, you know, the ways I coped with emotions, um, even to the point of, you know, being someone that wanted to serve people, that wanted to make people feel good, even those people pleaser vibes that come through, you know, working through all of that. Because at the end of the day, I think the better I can make other people feel the more safer and better I felt within myself and within my own energetic being. So uh, once that little key piece of information became apparent, I got to start putting in some structures and some boundaries and um, learning new ways to really take care of myself and my energy. And yeah, fast forward right through that energetic work just got stronger and stronger. And this is what I do full time now. What I really love about you is that you took something that is often considered a bit of a downfall, a bit of a negative thing, and you've made, you've built your career around it. You've built a podcast, share your wisdom, your in-depth wisdom and knowledge around empathy mm. and help us understand better how that's actually a superpower I mean I'm an empath and I know that it's a superpower mm-hmm. um I I dare to even say that it's a superpower whether you are in a psychic arena or not uh, once when you understand it but I would love for you to perhaps take us maybe to the moment where you started connecting the dots that because this you know like I don't think doctors really diagnose us for empathy, right? You can't go in there, you'll say, oh, you're an empath, right? (laughs) Um, So how did you connect the dots? So it it was a moment where it all sort of exploded in my mind. Um, I, and I think it's because I let myself be open to, finding what it is that I was looking for. I think I didn't know what I was looking for, but I got to a period in my life where, you know, everything had happened, you know, I'd I'd been working the job that what was my dream job at the time, you know, uh, in the beauty industry, I was doing teaching, which I love. And um, I'd had two small kids at that stage. My kids kind of was like, bam, bam, one after the other. (laughs) So it was, um, yeah. And and I guess you get to those moments where you're like, okay, I've done all the tick boxes of what should be done. What next? So it was this moment where I, I, okay. So I went away 
by myself one weekend, my beautiful husband sort of said, you know what, you seem like you just need a little bit of space. And I was like, excuse me, you know, <laughs> the original the, the, um, thought of, you know, how could you tell me I need to go away on a holiday by myself? Like firstly had to go through my He's system. He's a keeper. He is, I know. And then I was like, oh, that just sounds beautiful. Okay. So I reckon that was quite a, um, a healing uh, journey for me because I, I went away to the Dandenongs. It, it's not far from my house, which is in Victoria in Australia, just, you know, the hills, just gorgeous territory. And I stopped off at a bookshop before I got there and, and I just went to the self-help section and I found this book called uh, Making Life Easy by Dr. Christiane Northrup. So I read that over the weekend and a few other things and I realized that oh, it was so good to just be by myself and re-energize. But from finding that book, you know, I started going, well, what's this? You know, Hay House, the world of, of Hay House books and publishing and all of that. So many amazing but spiritual and self-help and personal development authors that are a part of that cohort. So I found Hay House Radio and was listening to that online. And, uh, and then so Dr. Northrup actually had her radio program and I was hanging out washing one day and she was talking to a lady called Dr. Judith Orloff. And Dr. Judith Orloff has this phenomenal book, which if you do identify as an empath or you sort of think, well, I don't really understand what it's all about. I highly recommend it. It's called um, The Empath Survival Guide. And so she was talking about it on this, this radio program. They're having this really good chat. And it's, uh, you know, here I am hanging out washing. <laughs> and I just went, oh, my goodness. Like this, everything they're saying is me, you know, taking on other people's feelings, really feeling things quite deeply, maybe even to the point where you pick up on feeling what people are physically feeling. So maybe illness or whatever. They were talking about protecting energy and uh, making sure that, you know, you have your barriers in place. And, and I think the thing that struck me about Dr. Judith Orloff was just her being very un unapologetically you know, this is what I need, even to the point where she said, you know, I sleep in a separate room to my partner. And I was like, oh, geez, like, you know, that's a lot. But the more I thought about it, it's like, I, I get that though. You know, you need that decompression. Suddenly it made sense that you go out to a party or you go out to, you know, be in social settings. And when you come home and you're so depleted and you just take that as that's how it is, I thought, well, actually that's not how it is. And that's not how it's meant to be. And if you do identify as being empath, if, if only I had those tools when I was younger and, and right up till now to be able to navigate the world in this way, oh, I, how much better off would things be? How much better would things feel? You know, I know it was my journey to experience it in that exact way, but oh, everything just made sense. So even to the point where I look back and thought, oh my goodness, here I was this beautiful, you know, sensitive little child. And I grew up to be this very sensitive teen. I was, you know, starting out my career in the beauty industry, which I look back now and think that was strategic on some energetic level, because I wanted to make people feel good. And I didn't want to be in a stressful environment. And also working one-to-one -one was a much better energy to be in than being like a huge office space or something mm. like that. 
But also I reflected back on the fact that when I started my beauty career, I was just, you know, I was like Gollum. I was like, oh God, you know, just so depleted at times. Sometimes physically feeling, you know, sick and, and not understanding why. I wish you guys why. could see what Megan is doing here. Oh. Like, I'm watching this video. We'll see. That was so fun. It was like the praying mantis. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, it was it was like wow. Even to to have that knowledge back then also would make such a difference. And um, yeah, so doing a bit of research, seeing how empaths, you know, maybe connecting naturally, just gravitating towards other empaths in the circles that I'm around. And I can see how a lot of empaths probably are in the same boat. You know, they want to be of service and they really want to make others feel good. Um, you know, you don't have to be psychic to be an empath. I think it's something that um, it, many many people probably would identify with on you know to some extent and um yeah that was obviously the moment but you know hanging out washing and going oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but yeah what that that did was it just made all the pieces the jigsaw pieces fall into place so Mm, wow wow here you are and now you carry all this knowledge and personal experience and you can draw from it to help others like for example through your beautiful podcast yeah yeah tell me a little bit about your podcast so it is i've been sending friends to your podcast i have friends who are empaths i love it (laughs) it's and it's not just about being an empath too like i think once you give yourself permission to do things the way that feel good for you, a a big thing that happens is, you know, that whole law of attraction vibes comes in really um, because I love that idea that you can, you know, us as human beings can manifest and, you know, our thoughts create our reality. And, you know, I admire the works of people like Dr. Joe Dispenza and, you know, Esther and Jerry Hicks, of course, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, So I realized that living like a heart-driven life and being an empath is is all about really being true to what you need and stepping into your own joy and realizing that everyone is so unique and, you know, what works for one doesn't work for another, but that's totally okay. So a lot about what we talk about on the podcast is things like that too, you know, what, you know, living living your truth and um, not compromising on, on your needs. And it's just beautiful. I mean, topics sort of come up. I, I took a big break from the podcast, to be honest. It's just sort of relaunched recently and um, now. I'm actually you know. just looking at it. Sorry, if you're watching this, I'm actually having a quick peek because, uh, yes, you have like a good bank of episodes. Yeah. And... I was actually very curious. Sorry, because I kind of interrupted you. No, again, no. And I was just, I just pulled it up and I was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Because I'm <laughs> like, well, what can we talk about when we talk about empathy, really? Yeah. And you have turned it into this beautiful podcast that has, that covers subconscious beliefs and, yeah. you know, um, aligning yourself with masculine feminine energies mm. and you know anxiety being an empath yeah. um, words and mindset and inner work so so many topics that you cover 
And, and that's it, because when your podcast first launched, I remember I have like two really good friends who are not in a psychic arena per se, although well psychic, but they're not per se here, um, you know, giving readings or doing readings or even believing that they are psychic, but they are empaths and I could see it. And I was sending them to your podcast because um, there is, more to it than just being sensitive a winger (laughs) (laughs) depleted of energy and i have Mm. learned so much like uh just through understanding and embracing what being an empath means right like it's not Mm. a crutch it's not a um you know think that will stop you from doing things it's just understanding things and Mm. especially if you work with other humans it's almost like a superpower isn't it yeah yeah absolutely and and sometimes you do need that reassurance I think the thing is is that if you are sensitive and yeah we've if you've been called sensitive you know I was always thought of oh she's so sensitive and all of that when I was a child but yeah I, I guess my thing that I would put to anyone is like and so why why is that a bad thing? You know, if that's how I need to be to feel comfortable and to be myself, you know, why do I have to sort of shrink myself to be normal? And, you know, I guess you sort of think about these things, empathy, neurodiversity, all those types of things that come into the conversation. Um, You know, more and more I've allowed that into my life thinking, well, everyone's unique. So why is there a, a sort of, baseline of what normal is and if we really understood that some for some people certain things take much more of a toll than they would on others Mm. you know would you honestly then expect them to put themselves you know through the battlefields of that just because you know that makes you feel happy of course not right (laughs) so it's interesting because to me normal feels like this pure, clear essence, this energy, this soul, Mm. that is a blank canvas, that is normal, like a blank canvas. Mm. And then you add things to it. You, um, you know, um, embrace your gifts that, you know, you have. Um, You become a melting pot of, you know, beliefs and stories that were projected onto you, that you were ingrained into you. Mm. And we walk around thinking, yeah I'm normal of course duh. but really normal to me is really just that blank canvas that we are right mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. everything else is a bonus whether we see it as serving or not serving it's a bonus it helps us in some way you know either expand and learn or contract and wait out the storm yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting because you know that whole whinging of being uh, sensitive see for me I was always told that I'm tough. So I always thought I'm tough. I can know. I don't need to, like, I don't need to, you know, sit and talk about feelings and stuff. I was very surface level, but there was that little thing where certain things were a little bit harder for me than Mm -hmm. for others, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, I would get tired really easily, like really feeling flat. And there was no medical explanation for it, but I just felt like exhausted. Like um, I would go to a party and 
I was actually avoiding parties because I get so tired afterwards. Yeah. Standing in front of a class doing a presentation, whether it was four people in the class, let's say, or whether it was a full class, whether it was at the you know university with you know a whole lecture room, I always, always, always felt like afterwards, like, oh my God, I need to, I need a day or so to recover. Yeah. Yeah. And and so I always thought, okay. You know, maybe certain things are just harder for me than they are for other people. Maybe I'm an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I didn't want to go to parties and stuff and I felt much better catching up with someone one-on-one -on -one than even going to like a dinner with five or six people, I just said, well, I'm an introvert. That's probably why. But it wasn't until I actually, yeah, started, yeah. you know, uh, looking into this whole, hmm, maybe I am an empath. You know, and it started actually by recognizing that I'm clear sentient yeah. and I could feel energy and I can feel uh, sometimes people's pains, you know, yeah. like physical pains, but it came through that. And that made me kind of go like, oh, that's what was. So that was just a hard shell. It was all underneath. Hard totally. Shell. I, I get that. And then, you know, so if that is you or you know if anyone the listeners or people watching and you know identify with that who says then that you need to go to a party today and tomorrow and the next day like if you have this inner knowledge it just means that you say look I I've got something big on on Saturday I'm not going to be able to go out on Sunday. I'm just not, you know, and I think like the more my husband even began to understand that this is kind of the way that I am, um, you know, he knows that I'm not going to be social and crazy and doing like way too much um, or if I need to sort of go off and decompress by myself, you know, for a few hours, he's, he's very supportive. And, and even if you don't have like, the husband or, or whatever, you know, knowing that in yourself, you know, that's not about being windy or, or, you know, sensitive. That's just literally needs just as someone who is maybe extroverted would feel so nourished to do three parties in three days. That's you know? crazy to me. I have friends who just like that. And I'm like, what? And that's cool. How? How? Exactly. How? I know. I'm not like no judgment, but I'm like, what? Your world is so far away from my world because yeah. here I am trying to stay home and hide and just be yeah. quiet. Yeah. And they're like, no, I need to stop. I thrive. The more, the better. I'm like, oh. that's, that's it. And and then I think you know, it, I mean, it's sort of my plight. Like, if only we could all have such a deep understanding yeah. of others in that in that way. You know, I had a friend once. This was. A while ago but you know all us girlfriends were going to catch up for dinner one night midweek and she said to us you know I I just can't it's just going to be too much coming from work and I knew it was more than just being tired I knew it was real energetic protection for her and it was like that's okay I mean anyone could then go you know really you can't catch up for a couple of hours for dinner you know on a midweek we're coming close to your house whatever but just, you know, if we could all have that level of understanding and not feel bad, you know, and, and I guess as well as that, knowing that what other people do, it's not about you, it's about them, you know, and, and honouring that. That's that if, if only we all felt that way, you know. <laughs> um, you know, in that example, it, it wasn't because she didn't want to meet up with us. She was just protecting her own energy so she could sort of get through the rest of the week. 
Yes, 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 yes. I'm so proud of someone for doing that rather than doing the other, better not, better, you know, I don't want them to judge me. I don't want them to think that I don't like them and I better just do it. Because I mean, I've done that a thousand million trillion times, it feels like, and it never works out well. And I think as well, you know, when being empathic, you know, you can feel what goes on in your body. We talk about gut feeling or you know, but if you think about certain situations and it really isn't feeling good for you, the, the more and more that you can lean towards going, okay, I'm going to listen to that and act on that rather than just do what I'm supposed to do, it, the, the better you get to feel, the more energy you get to feel. Um, yeah, it's, oh, if only, <laughs> you know. Oh, I love that. I love that because, Megan, I often talk about, um, you know, everyone's responsible for their own energy yeah. now not just energy levels but the energy that feels around us right sure. so i always picture myself in my front yard with a picket fence around that's my energy barrier and just like i wouldn't go and poop into someone else's front yard i don't want anyone doing the same right <laughs> this is a very graphic analogy but what i mean is you know when someone says no to us because they want to protect their energy or have their reason, whatever that is, for whatever you know reason they don't want to do something, um, to really not make it mean anything about us, yeah. right? Yeah. And kind of just go like, that's them. It's about them. It's not about us. It has nothing to do with us. It's not about us not being good company. It's not about us having said something five months ago that could be still maybe the reason why right and like kind of blowing it out of proportion and I think you're right if we could all just accept that you know I am responsible for my energy I am responsible for setting my own boundaries and you know if someone says no to me if someone has higher boundaries than me and it's not about me it's about them if anything I can go like oh wow maybe I need to put my boundaries up a little bit more as well right yeah but okay let's let's change the pace a little bit because you're not just an empath you're not just a card lover and podcaster you like you said you're an intuitive um healer mm. um a psychic so mm. i would love for you to dive into that and sort mm. of explain what you do how you help people all yeah. that juicy stuff oh, it's i when i say like i started my healer business now I know that it's something that I've always been doing so you know and and I said this once you know being a teacher took years and years to feel like I I had it down pat and being a beauty therapist I mean always constantly working on the skill but it took years and years to feel confident to go yes I can do treatments and I can you know treat my clients but stepping into the healer realm it just flooded in you know and and then I probably realized that a lot of what my clients through beauty therapy were experiencing from me was that uh you know energy balancing and that energy clearing just by default I had uh like a healer or mentor I was working with a while ago she goes you know what Megan you're just like people come to you and it's like they've just done three shots one you know one two three and they're just like ha you know (laughs) and I was like yeah you know that's a part of the reason I need to protect myself is that I'm the one going yes give me that 
give me that, give me that, I'll take it on board. Um, so I know that that was a deeper part of why I was a successful therapist, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, now, and, and I guess the progression came because I just, I know pampering and self-care, so good, so good, love it, love it, love it. We'd talk about it all day. But I knew for me it was about helping people on that deeper level and creating like real shifts and lifting things out of their field that, you know, was probably weighing them down on, on some level. I think it, it's not just empaths because I, I believe we all do need, you know, energy healing and just as you, you know, go to the doctor and get your physical body checked and get your Cairo and all of that, your energetic body definitely has a lot of muck to be moved around and cleared. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to give people that longer lasting uh, shifts. Yeah, as I said. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, now I'm doing it full time. I was incorporating it into my beauty work towards the end there. And um, yeah, just working with chakra balancing, um, you know, helping people just like verbally get through their things, just whatever sort of tools that I can do to lift that energetic weight. I love using crystals. I'm very much into using essential oils. Um, my style is very unique because I kind of haven't learned anything specifically traditionally like done, you know, a start to finish course on this or that. Um, but there's so much healing. And I even find with my card readings and everything as well, it's just so beautiful when people get back and go, I even feel like I've got more energy after just having that card reading. Cause I really sort of base it more around getting clarity, working through the blocks and the fog. And once you can kind of see things clearly that the weight that just comes off your shoulders, is just a natural byproduct of that, you know, energetically. So um, yeah, I, I, I think fixing up the aura and uh, shifting everything out is very important, uh, especially then. I mean, I come back to the empaths, but if you ask someone that holds the, the weight and the energy of others, you don't need that in your system. You know, we've got enough to worry about. So even just that energetic tune up through a healing is, is really vital because a lot of that energy that's being sent away from you, it's not yours. So <laughs> Bye. Bye, Felicia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mega will sort it out. That's it. <laughs> wow. Yes. And I think what you've described with this um, energy that, that you've always had, that your clients, your beauty clients get to experience unintentionally, perhaps at first, it's just, um, I think, more proof that we have powers within us like I mean we all have unique different powers right but it's not something that you have to learn it's more like I I see it as a remembrance right like perhaps mm. in past lives there was something that you did along the way and somewhere it got activated it's like your soul remembered I often describe this kind of like if let's say um you know, you decide, I want to, I want to take photos, I'm going to get myself a professional camera, you watch maybe a couple of little YouTube videos, and you pick up the camera, and you just seem to know what is what, things just stick in your head, like, I mean, I definitely did not work with crystals or oils in any of my past lives, because these two 
don't seem to stick to my head. Or maybe I've done something wrong and it was shut down. I'm like, you're not working with crystals anymore. Because no matter how hard I try, I cannot remember the crystal names except the basic ones. And oh my gosh. But uh, but so there's that as well. But I feel like for you, it must have been this remembrance. You've done it somewhere in your past life, somewhere, and now it's coming back. And you know, the more now you're doing it more intentionally, right? Because it's not just mm. flowing through you while you're doing something else completely not related but now you get to do it intentionally and that energy like flows through you flows into your cards flows into the other person I love that I love that um so what is in store for Megan and then after that I would love for you to maybe share with my listeners a few pointers Mm. that can help them perhaps connect the dots and maybe be like oh, maybe I'm an empath yeah and where to go from there yeah absolutely well um sorry first question what was what's happening what's, happening? what's going yes. on <laughs> let's take that road oh I, I, I just gave you the map this is where we're going now <laughs> let's go into the jungle of Megan Jean <laughs> oh geez so yeah it's it's beautiful that I've really got full-time capacity now within my healing business um and for me I just I love teaching and I love being there for people so um I have my group um set up which is you know it's still very fresh but it's um you know set to be full with lots of I love educating so educational pieces on all these types of things um you know doing doing the do you know if you want to connect and, and actually have a card reading or whatever or there'll, there'll be opportunities to sort of see that online um, my podcast is really important um just getting myself out there on social media and of course um being open to um seeing clients even to the point where you know i'm very open to i've got a few places lined up where i'll be able to sort of do face-to-face healings and stuff um around the you know melbourne area (laughs) southeast probably maybe out in the east um so yeah just i know that for me i love doing online and it's very effective but i am that kind of person that loves to have the potions and the crystals and the face to face really does serve me as well so coming um, from an empath that is well, it's funny but as long as it's one person you know <laughs> maybe not a group that is a precious <laughs> gift to get you this beautiful empath in yeah. person one on one just yeah. putting potions and lotions oh, and I know, magic, I know. sprinkling your magic over everyone. That's right, doing those healings. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's just exciting to be able to really, really get in there and and focus on that. Um, but yeah, how do we know that we're empaths? Uh, it's you're someone that feels your way through life. So you are someone that maybe. Uh, you know, unexplainably feels emotions, things affect you more. I mean, and it's hard because if this is you, this is just life, and this is the maybe feeling your, uh, you know, this in the shops, in the, you know, in crowded environments. Oh, am I still on? Am I, my internet seems mm-hmm. unstable. You still got me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah, so you, you're a feeler. 
you get the gut feelings, you know, you were saying clairsentient because I don't even use that terminology, but is that the, the one you were saying, Kasha? Clairsentient is clear feeling. Feeling, exactly. But people so, are confused yeah. with empath. You, you can be clairsentient and not be an empath and yes. vice versa. But uh, yeah. when you get the two, oh. That's right. So emotions can kind of come over you um, easily and you sort of can, I think the biggest question is then once you have this knowledge is to be like, is this actually mine or am I picking this up from somewhere else? Because it can work in either that way or the other, or it can be both where you all also maybe actually physically feel what others are feeling. You know, I've experienced that. Um, I even remember when I was younger and my parents, took us out to a restaurant and I just felt so sick all of a sudden like and I was like I want to go home I feel sick you know being the old kid that you know you'll be right you know and um the, the funny thing like this memory came flooding back when I learned about being an empath the minute we left the restaurant and we went home I was totally fine you know little things like that um you know being in environments where it's you know, not so nice. You know, I often feel it's weird, but like being in a movie cinema, I can be very like, oh God, this is just too much. But, you know, if there's action movie and you've got, you know, hundreds of people in there go, oh, oh, and I'm just sort of, oh, this is all hitting the stratosphere. And even though it's a joyful experience, it's good to know that something even like that can kind of trip up your field and you know you need to just it, it's simple too guys because if you feel that that is how you are um you know protecting yourself is the key to not taking on so much mm. so um so in in terms of protection I mean that can be a, a whole podcast in itself <laughs> but it's you know there's many different methods that you can do Working with your energetic team is a big one that's very simple and it doesn't require any equipment. You know, I quite often, if I'm getting overwhelmed in a certain space, I'll use a, like call in my team, call in my gatekeeper, or work with Archangel Michael, who is the um, Archangel of Protection. And one of the tricks I use is not only just to go, oh, come around and protect me, but I even ask my team to come in and clear the space and protect me like half an hour ago. So <laughs> automatically, like there can be that shift where you go, oh, actually, I'm, I'm good. I'm protected. And, you know, now this supermarket is free to shop around and I'll be okay. <laughs> you know? uh, that's mind Yes, because of course, cause there's no time. We don't, there's no time. We can go back and forth. That's Up correct. That yeah, exactly. Um, and, but, you know, using certain crystals, um, certain oils, I find as an empath, probably like when you say self-care, I'd say energetic self-care is so vital uh, and, and you might dabble with it, but eventually you'll realize that the energetic self-care is, is really as vital as brushing your teeth and combing your hair and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, personally, I find meditation helps. So actually seeking like clearing and protection type meditations, guided meditations, or just working with my guides to, to know that they're going to help me through the day. Um, you know, meditating on that protection just personally is, is really helpful as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's something it's, if, if it is your superpower, it's not something to be worried about. It's mm. um, just 
having your boundaries, understanding and, uh, and, you know, protecting yourself in whichever way you can. And if you really feel like you need that full tune up, then you can seek a healer or, or whatever. And get a topper. <laughs> That's right. Just as I would always say, say to people in the past, go get your facial, you know, Ooh. go and go and regular maintenance. I love that. There you go. Can you please tell us just before we close, can you please tell us where we can find you? And I will of course put all the links in the show notes so you can just click through and find Megan, but tell us, everything yeah, yeah. well look my my website is meganjean.com so pretty easy I've got the extra a in my name though so <laughs> best check the show notes um meganjean.com um that's where I've sort of got all my bits and pieces even like the I love that I've sort of curated a bit of an online shop with all of my soulful tools on there so you know things are getting uploaded since it's quite fresh but um yeah tarot oracle cards and books and crystals and all kinds of beautiful little divination bits and pieces Um, but I'm known as at Ms Megan Jean on social media and of course my empath intuitive heart-driven podcast is pretty much in all the good places so you know you can yeah definitely on Spotify I just found it just on Spotify Well, thank you, Megan, for coming and chatting and um, taking us into the world of an empath, explaining a little bit more about that. And I look forward to sending everyone to you. And I will be in your ears next week. Thanks so much. Bye.